You are listening to Innovators Can Laugh with Eric Melcher, where I dive into the interesting and fascinating stories of innovators and startup founders from Europe. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Eric here. And before we start the show, I just want to give a shout out to everyone who is playing Innovators Can Laugh with me on Twitter and are helping to make the show even better. So special thanks to, and these are their Twitter IDs, Oleg the Coleg, NoDegree.com, and Cedric Lee 77 Thank you very much. And if you'd like to receive a shout out, then follow me on Twitter at E underscore Melcher or on Innovators Can Laugh on Facebook. So let's let's go ahead and jump in today's show. My guest today is Dr. Gerda, who is a lecturer and CEO and co-founder of Ocredo, a platform that helps businesses discover faster ways to use data to improve the efficiency of their business. Dr. Gerda, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm pretty good. You know, I thought it was pretty chilly here in Bucharest, at zero degrees, but you're saying the temperature over there in uh, Lithuania right now is, is how, how cold is it? Minus three. So it's not so cold, but a few weeks ago we had minus 15, minus 20. So, so yeah, much more cold. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. See, on days like that, I just crave soup and I'd be going to the soup store to get goulash pretty much every day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, to get started in one or two sentences, just tell us a little bit about you. About myself? Yeah. Okay. So I'm actually new, uh, newborn baby mother for a few months only. So that's a totally new experience for me because I'm always, I was always focused on business, on career, on, on writing PhD, dissertation, etc. And so I'm totally new thing now. So I don't know anything there. So I'm learning new school now from the beginning. Yeah, so it's, it's a mix of new experiences, right? in my life now. <laughs> that is so wonderful. Congratulations. Is it, is it a boy or girl? Girl. Yeah. Okay. What's her name? Gabriel. Gabriel. All right. <laughs> All right. Congratulations again. Yeah, so I'm learning new school now. So from the beginning. Yeah. Are you getting, are you getting, this is a stupid question. I was going to ask, are you getting any sleep? But forget I Yes, asked. yes, I have. And I only wake up once per night. And during that time, I write emails, answer emails, which I missed <laughs> during the day. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh my God, that is, uh, that is pre you're pretty lucky. I got to tell you, you're pretty lucky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, both my kids, I didn't get any sleep until about after three months. Consistent sleep, you know, like more than three hours, okay. you know. Yeah. All right. Congratulations again. That's very, very exciting. Okay. So I like to get started with some fun questions that kind of reveal your personality. Okay. Okay, here we go. So what is a favorite place that you would like to live or visit? Vilnius. It is where I want to live. Yeah. In the heart of Vilnius. Hey, but, you, but, you're, but you're there currently. There's not another place that maybe one day you would like to live? No. Wow. I like traveling a lot. And the more I travel, the, the more I love my country. And uh, I, I say always that traveling is so much important in my life. Uh, because the more I travel... I love your country. You want to get back home and to, to enjoy living here. Okay. I can't wait to visit one day, but I'm not going to go when it's negative 13. I, I can tell you <laughs> yeah, that right that's, now. Right? We're so, lucky, actually, that uh, we have four real seasons. 
And it comes with the personality change because when the spring comes, you like renewing, refreshing. When the summer, you go out so always that I'm burned. My birthday is in the autumn and I like autumn very much because then you come back home, the fireplace, the music, the films, the books. And then winter, you, you can enjoy snow, etc. So I really prefer not always like having hot weather or sunny days, but having real for different seasons. Yeah, that's one of the reasons we moved to Romania, because in Texas, there's like one season. Mm. Actually, there's two. Okay. There's humid and more humid. <laughs> so there's like two seasons. <laughs> yeah, it's Texas. very good, you know, for your, for your skin. It's very healthy. <laughs> I have my friend with, uh, which lived in Miami, and now she lives in Switzerland. So she said that much more cosmetics she needs for her face. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That is true. You get drier skin here. Yeah, I guess there's one good reason to living in humid weather. Okay, second question for you. What's the most random or bizarre class you've ever taken? Random. Or bizarre. It doesn't have to be at a university. It could be, you know, just a class that somewhere you've taken, you were interested in. Maybe let's then sometime I just what was like a prompt, let's go, let's do that. And okay, it took for me one month and then I skipped but but I did that, yeah. Okay, okay. So is salsa or merengue yeah, or fun. something like that? <laughs> okay. Very, very cool. Okay, cool. I, I like I like salsa dancing too as well. Second question for you. You're right. It's the third question. The first one was a gimme because you couldn't uh, own it. Okay. So I, I <laughs> to me that doesn't count, right? But okay, let's let's see here. Third question. If you were writing a guide to wealth and happiness, mm -hmm. what one tip would you include? Be calm and confident, firstly, inside yourself. Don't look for happiness outside because if you're not uh, balanced in, inside, then you cannot spread uh, the energy, then you cannot attract the right people. So everything comes from, from you inside. First of all, you have to learn to to be happy with yourself and then go, go outside and share that uh, happiness with others. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Next question. If you were to set your phone's wallpaper to a picture of a celebrity or actor, who would that be? Uh, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I saw a really good series of her recently with... Um... Uh, Undoing? With Grant? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there is... Uh, oh, uh, my God. Yeah, yeah. So there are two newest with her. So one is Undoing and the other is uh, Nine Perfect Strangers. So these are two, uh, the newest one. Yeah. The one with Hugh Grant was a mental roller coaster. I, I just <laughs> it plays oh, with God. all the all the all the scenario. Yeah. So my changes and the opinion changes with guilty ones. Yeah, but wow, yeah. wow, yeah, that, that was it was spectacular. And her um, dress was especially spectacular in that uh, public event. And actually, regarding this series, there is fan club of Kidman like wearing. What what she and where what dresses she is wearing etc. Because all the the all the clothes were like like specifically selected. So even there is a fan club for this. <laughs> what bathroom she? Wow. Yeah. 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 I mean, she doesn't age. This woman. She looks. Yeah. She looks great. She looks spectacular. 
Yeah. And actually, she takes okay. the, such how to say she she move, she takes such movies in which it's it's serious. It's a hidden message, you know. You can always find. So I like movies. With yeah. Her. And okay. sometimes I like uh, I, I, I used to like with Sandra Bullock because she's such crazy, you know, and it reminds me Kidman as she's like such elegant, you know, white skin as I'm also white skin, etc. And Sandra Bullock, yeah. she sometimes in such stupid uh, things and crazy. So two sides of me. So in one side, it's Kidman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's also a great actress too, uh, Sandra. Yeah, yeah. Okay, last question for you, Dr. Gerda. I challenge you to give me a compliment in a foreign language, excluding Lithuanian or English. Bella. Okay. I think I know what language that is. Right? Uh, Spanish, something Italian? like that. Italian? Uh, oh, okay. So, okay. So, okay. In, in Russian, you look very Okay, cool. I got, I got two compliments. Okay. Fantastic. All right. Okay, thank you so much. Now it's time to play. Innovators can laugh and and go ahead and, and bring out your phone. And we're going to click on this video. And for the first few seconds, you're going to hear a little bit about Taras Chekavicius. So, I so go ahead and play, hit play and uh, watch it until you see the pause screen. Okay. Okay. So now that you know a little bit about Taras, let's play. First question that I asked Taras, I asked him, what is a favorite song that you can listen to over and over? Okay. Here's four, four choices. One of them is the right one. Choice A, Baby Shark. <laughs> B, Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. C, Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. Or D, All My Life by the Foo Fighters. Which one do you think taught us? C. Told me. C? Uh, nope, nope, nope. He actually said All My Life by the Foo D. Fighters. Good choice, though. Good choice. Okay. Good choice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wish you were here. I think that was actually one of the answers that Oleg gave me on Twitter. Okay. So... <laughs> You're 0, for, you're 0 for 4. So let's see. We've got three more questions. Question two. Okay. What is a crazy thing that Tadis did to earn or save money? Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to read you the, uh, the selections here. You're going to choose one, and then you're going to play the video and stop it till you get to pause. Okay. So what is a crazy thing that Tadis did to earn or save money? A, recycle glass bottles. Mm -hmm. B, Sold drugs, C, sold pension funds, or D, dressed up as a clown and worked at kids' parties? D? <laughs> <laughs> or A? No. A? No, no, no. It was actually, uh, well, let's see. Go ahead and play the video here. Pension. Until you hit pause. Okay. 
Let's see. Okay, press pause, press okay. pause. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he sold pigeon phones when he was like 18. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Telly retired people why you need a pigeon phone and he was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question I asked Tyler. I don't know anything. Is, I, don't try, I don't answer, right? Well, you got two more. Okay. You got two okay. more. No, you're, okay, you're, you're still in it. Okay. Next question I asked him is, what is a food that you dislike? Okay. Mm-hmm. So A, tapas, B, apples, C, sushi, or D, shield borscht, okay? Sushi. All right, hit play and stop it when you get to pause, but hit play to see what he said. I don't eat raw apples, like, you know, just not cooked apples. Hit pause. Okay, apples. <laughs> okay. He's, he's like the only person in the world who doesn't eat apples. I, I, <laughs> I've never heard that before. Okay. That's a hard one, right? I mean, to me, that's pretty hard. Yeah. Okay. There's still hope. There's still one more question, Dr. Gerda. Uh, okay. I'm cheering for you here. Okay. All right. Last question I asked Tadas. I, I asked him, Tadas, when you were a kid, what did you consider was rich when you were growing up? Was it A, kids whose parents had ATV vehicles? B, actors on the TV show Miami Vice. <laughs> C, kids who played lacrosse. Or D, kids who went horseback riding. I don't know. A. A? Yeah. Okay, well, let's hit no. play and see what he said. One second. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I wanted to say that, but <laughs> that was on the thing, but didn't say it was okay. <laughs> you know, that, this one was on us, yeah, and that is what did. I was close, that's what, finally, but not so real. <laughs> yeah, we had a good laugh about Miami Vice, because when I saw that too, that was, that was a crazy show back in the day, but hey. You had fun playing, so don't worry. Maybe there'll be a next season. You can come on again and we can play again. Yeah. So thanks for playing. So let's go back to the beginning of your career. What was your first job, Dr. Gerda? First job uh, was salesman in the shop, in the food shop. So okay. Where people, it's, I was at school and during summer, I used to work for a few months where people come and buy food and just I again. And come back. Yeah. But sales. Did you yeah, ever? Sales. I'm sales. Sales person. Okay. Did you enjoy it? Did you have a good time? Yes. Yes. Wherever sales are, it's my place. <laughs> really. When I, yeah, I, well, when I was a child, I used to go to my grandma and just uh, take the cucumbers or some other berries and then go to the market and sell them to my homes because if I need money, I can earn, I can sell, and that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Now, did you give your grandma any any money for you know for the product? No, or? no, she said you can take it. <laughs> <laughs> she gave me extra as well. Yes, we have more. 
<laughs> what was like the, the number one item that you knew that you could sell? Was it cucumbers or was it something else? Cucumbers, other like vegetables, it's like seasonal. What, what I find uh, at that time in the garden, I take uh, as much as I can carry. I think go to bus and then go to the market and sell and have money for a weekend. That's okay. <laughs> Cool, cool. Now, as a kid, did you have any like special tactics like to get somebody's attention and come by from you? Did you do anything out of the ordinary? Did you like scream? No, no, no. What would you do? No, just say that it's fresh. You can just very fresh. And and they, of course, they see that the child, it's fresh vegetables. So why not to buy it? So I usually took for me half an hour and just have money for all the week. (laughs) (laughs) Easy money. (laughs) Easy money. Yeah. That's easy money. Yeah. I need to. I need to get my son to do that. Well, <laughs> and actually, we don't have a garden, but <laughs> and actually, I have friends, and we last week had a meeting inside the team, and we shared the experience. What's the most strange thing that have anybody sold? And she told that her sons are selling last uh, last summer stones because they live near the supermarket, and they used to play. They selected the different size of stones. They made all the gallery, you know, and they were selling stones. Yeah. <laughs> and she's uh, head of sales, so I said that her sons are going to sales as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a raw material you don't need to pay for either, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, zero cap, zero costs. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. So I noticed that you were with a company, uh, Credit Info. For almost 13 years, you were in sales and customer in the customer care department, I believe, there for 13 years. What struggles did you face when you were working there? What struggles? Actually, that there was uh, many. There were many things, uh, many new things we should. So I would say that learning by doing every year it was like struggling because. You think that it will be in one way, then finally in another. But later on, when you get used to that, you don't stress to that because you know that that's the way you do things. So later on, you just uh, don't struggle because it's uh, the way the things are. So, yeah, because uh, I'm the person who likes to plan and to to achieve the plan and get the result. So for me, when the plan is not so, when it was planned, it was struggling at the beginning. But then later on... uh, become more wise and the planning is better and then you understand that uh, it can be different ways the most important thing that you know that direction where you go and that start of mind for me now helps the agile the agility or the to be agile because you know where you want to go but you don't know which road you will take yeah 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 and then about six years ago you began lecturing at Vilnius University yeah why did you take on this on this role I know it was a part-time role but what was your interest uh, in teaching and lecturing actually when I was a child I wanted to be a salesman in the shop and the teacher so now I combine combine both ways I used to to sit all the dolls I have and I used to teach them reading and actually, some neighbors were coming, giving me like their, their their children, and I used to to learn them to read. Being me, child, like eight years or nine years, so I was like a nanny teaching their children to read. So they were very happy. <laughs> so yeah, it it comes from from the childhood. I wanted to be a salesman and a teacher. And actually, I see okay. the I see the the value of that because uh, for me to work with. Uh, 
clever youth, uh, with clever young people, it's, uh, it motivates me to achieve more and to always to develop yourself and not to stand in one place. Okay. Okay. And uh, what, is it, was there a favorite class that you taught? I have now. At the university, yes. Uh, when I was a student or when I'm lecturing? When you're lecturing, because I know you were lecturing accounting and analysis, basics, yeah. financial. What specific class do you enjoy teaching the most? I would say that uh, students are mostly enjoying when I teach the financial analysis of sector. I make, we like imagine or make a template that board members uh, from different, for example, car sellers for Volvo, for BMW, for Audi, uh, and they analyze last year results and they have to make forecasts for another year for, they have to make arguments about last year results. Uh, they are analyzing competitors. So it's like sector analysis or board meeting, annual board meeting. And it's like case studies. So this, this is the lecture top and always the best reaction. It comes from that. And after such a, a lecture, I have, I've got, I get always like many thank, thanks, etc. I would say that it's. We need to bring uh, business experience into our university, and that's uh, what they enjoy very much. Okay. Okay. And in June 2020, you launched Ocredo. Mm -hmm. What was the moment that you knew you wanted to launch a company? I didn't want, actually. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> the second study said that uh, they say, would you take the board members and the angel investors would you take the responsibility because you are the leader and you can do that? I said, okay, let's do it. And so now I'm doing that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, how's it going so far? Yeah, it's good. We achieved uh, more than 65% uh, annual growth. Now we are scaling to Poland. We already scaled to Latvia. So we have more countries uh, in, in the pipeline. So yeah, I think that uh, productive, productive years are ended worse, but uh, are ahead as well. Okay. And, and so when potential customers first hear about Ocredo, what is it that they get excited about? Is there like a, a feature that really stands out and they're like, free they data. It and they're like, yes, <laughs> we need that. Free data. <laughs> because everybody likes when it's free, you know? And of course we have freemium and premium accounts, but they say, oh, you give so much free data. This, this is such a good data and it's free. <laughs> But that's where they like about it was there. And of course, that it's user-friendly and that it's much data and that this data helps for them to know better their partners or competitors, etc. So yeah, everything is about data. <laughs> okay. Do you have, is there like one success story that you would like to share so far that you've had? Like one client that had tremendous success and... Uh... You want to share their story very quick? Uh, yeah, there are clients which uh, have been using for other like services. And uh, one client was, they said that, oh, you are like a disruptors, you know, and he was like angry that uh, he paid so much before for others uh, before us. And then they, they analyze how much value added uh, products we have. And, and they say, okay, you have uh, free data, but we can even more so what it was that we competed not with the lower price but with the higher price having free data with higher price so i would say that uh, such uh, such uh, things are very very satisfied uh, satisfying us and of course they're saying that that we are the new innovative platform and they they enjoy what we're doing so 
it's good for us to know and to hear the positive feedback, you know, from the market. Okay. Okay. How many customers do you currently have and what is your forecast for 2022 in terms of revenue? At the moment, we have uh, 1,900 clients. And uh, the revenues forecast is 1.3 million. Yeah. All right. Fascinating. Tremendous growth. Congratulations. Many things to do, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Last question for you. So far, what has been your biggest struggle that you've had to overcome since launching uh, Ocredo? Biggest struggle? Money. (laughs) Money, you know, when the runaway is uh, at the end. And actually last year, it was, uh, there were such situations and you are talking with investors and uh, still so many things to do and you need for that investment and all the plans are waiting, uh, like on pause. So yeah, definitely it is uh, funding. I would say, because we know what to do, we know how to do, we have a team, and when the money comes to an end, it's a struggle situation. <laughs> but finally, it, is, it happened uh, very successfully, and it ended successfully, so we're happy with that, and yeah, we're, we're preparing now for the, next, for the next round after seven, eight months. Yeah. All right, all right. Okay. Well, Dr. Gerda, thank you so much for being on the show. Don't hang up yet. Everyone listening, don't forget to subscribe and also catch this episode on YouTube where we're now publishing each full episode live so you can catch it on YouTube. And uh, again, thanks for always uh, for listening to Innovators Collab. This is Eric and I'll see you next week. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, I'd really appreciate it if you could give us a review and star rating. Also, don't forget to sign up for the ICO newsletter at innovatorscanlaugh.com where you can get the bio and details of each guest. Thanks.